You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1043. For nearly 20 years, Sunrich Foods has been designing and manufacturing quality products for the food service industry. And behind their work is the art of science of food services. Today we have Wally and Alex Barakat joining us to tell us about their family food service venture. Gentlemen, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to have you. Wally, since uh, you're the founder, let's start with you. Tell our audience uh, the, the story behind Sunrich. Sunrich was founded back in 1995 as a family company. Mm-hmm. It was myself and uh, my son, Alex, and my wife, as well as uh, Sabrina, our daughter. So it's a family company as such. And the, the goal at that time was to produce quality and consistently quality products for food service. Mm-hmm. Because after so many years of, uh, of my professional career, I realized that there is a need at that time in food service for a company that will design and, and manufacture quality products that fit the needs of the food in, for the food service industry at the time. Sure, and over 20 years, I'm sure you've seen the needs of that industry change somewhat? That definitely. Okay, and, yes. and Sunrich has addressed those changes that are required? A- absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, I, ladies and gentlemen, I've been to their facility here in Southern California, and it's quite impressive. And um, and you guys educated me a bit about doing business in the food service industry. I, I love companies that have a very specific niche that they are developed, that they've developed, and they have a name in. And clearly, Sunrich Foods in your space has that has has built that brand. Definitely. So, so Alex, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the type of products that you produce and the kind of customers, if you can name, or, or just in general? Yes, definitely. So we have a, a range of products. Uh, as, as a company, as a, as a plant, we're under both FDA and USDA. So we can make pretty much anything that would be, you know, in, in the food, food, either for retail or for food service. So we have meat items, we have non-meat items, we have gourmet pancake mixes, we make pizza, pizza sauce. Uh, our, our main focus, our, our main... Um, base of customer is food service chains. So we, we create innovative and, and excellent tasting and, and very appealing items, products that can that can fit into their system, into their menu, into their concept that are both can be customized for them as well as customizable at the at the local unit level. Oh, yeah, that so that's interesting because you you need to find a volume it sounds like your clients are when successful, you're moving volumes of product through them, right? Yes. I mean, I, ideally, but we do have some, you know, customers who have only one location as well. Okay. And if I remember correctly, when I visited with you guys earlier this year, one of your custom products was pancake mix with walnut. Is that right? Exactly. Uh, uh, hopefully, walnuts, like, walnuts and almonds. Yeah. And, and, and that gives a very unique flavor presentation for your clients. Absolutely. How did you come up? It, was that because someone said, hey, we'd like to have there's that? A, there's a good story, actually. Okay. Can you that, share it? That, 
Yeah. At that time, it was the upcoming trend. You know, people are looking for nutritious products to serve their customers in, in restaurants. Uh-huh. And, and that's why we, we started thinking of different ingredients that can be incorporated in, in a pancake mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, we come up with, it, it is made out of uh, five different grains along with, as Alex mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, almond and, and walnut uh, plus granola. And uh, and it is extremely uh, delicious and tasty uh, tasty product. So, so how do you know when you've come up with a formula that is time to stop and move it to sale? You know what I'm saying? Because I would think you could tinker with that recipe for quite a while. How do you know when it's when you've got the right batch? Right, and we're always looking to improve. Whether it's for you know the current trends. For example, if someone wants something gluten-free, could we make a gluten-free version of what we're currently making? Uh, but to answer your question, really it's the market, it's the consumers, it's the, it's the people eating it who are going to tell us, you know, this is ready, this is, this is a hit in the market. Uh-huh. So uh, when, do we, when, do we, uh, when do we send it to market is after we've, you know, my father has his PhD in food science and technology, so he does a lot of really know-how and product development from both the technical the safety, as well as just the, the appeal, you know, what's going to appeal to people. Not to interrupt you, but it, it seems to me, again, because you're, you're, you're building products that can be re- remanufactured. I mean, it's still food, but it has to be prepared at the site. And so you've got to be able to give them the ability to make a consistent product out of the, the, the raw material that you're providing for them. And you don't control the manufacturing process at the site of delivery, right? I mean, you're, the people are preparing the food at the site. So how much interaction do you have with your clients about the products that you're building for them and selling? We, we work with them from the very beginning. In some cases, they come to us and ask, can you make a product oh, okay. such and such for right. us? In other cases, we say, hey, we've got a, a really cool pancake that, you know, you guys are our <laughs> breakfast house. Right. right now, you just have the regular, normal, original buttermilk. But let me show you two or three more unique, innovative things. You might, you might consider expanding that. I, I love to have guests on the radio show who have a product that you can experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you try it on, you smell it, you taste it. Right. And, and I think tasting it is the most powerful one because as soon as your clients take a piece of that pancake and put it in their mouth, they pretty much know. Oh, absolutely. And uh, it has been very popular since we created it back in 1995. Wow. And we have customers who have been with us uh, purchasing this product since then. And, and they are very, very happy and pleased with it. So uh, how, do you, how do you reach? Is the food service? Okay, I've got like two minutes, so I don't want to ask you a five-minute question. But, Alex, in a general sense, because I know you have the marketing responsibility as, as well as supporting the business, um, how do you – is the food service industry pretty defined and stable, or are you seeing new entrants and people – uh, you know, reconfiguring their business models. I mean, how does that affect you? Uh, we're seeing both. I mean, it is a long-established industry in the United States and in the Western world, food service industry. But there's always trends. There's there's consumer ideas and demands and expectations. There's uh, there's those things which affect from the outside, like when the minimum wage goes up, then you know restaurants are going to pay more to their employees. So uh, it, it's a combination of both. Exactly. Okay, we're going to take our first break here. We're going to come back with Wally and Alex. One of the things that I want to talk about uh, is kind of what you see the future 
being and how you keep reinventing yourself to build product that can sell through the consumer taste, the changing taste, and, and uh, a couple other questions about the business. So all you entrepreneurs and business owners out there who are looking to sell products through other companies, this section and the next section would be terribly appropriate for you as well, as well as all you family business owners. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this word from me. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit AXPGOLD.com. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at AXPGOLD.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. We've got a great second segment planned for Wally and Alex Bearcat, and we're talking about their company, Sun Rich Foods. But before we do that, I want to let you know that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on guest on our show and since we started this program in 2009 we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through our live stream our podcast our youtube channel our facebook live i mean we're everywhere digitally you want to be ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to subscribe and i hope you will simply type in critical mass radio show in your favorite podcasting software and you'll get our weekly shows and that's all we do with your email okay so let, take me back, Wally, mm-hmm. to why did you start Sunrich Foods? It was my passion from, from the beginning that uh, I always have been fascinated by, by food and manufacturing part of it. And that's why I, in 1995, that was my, my goal and my intention to to the. To develop, to create a, a company that will be uh, will be specializing in manufacturing specialty foods that are always consistent in quality and and safety. Right, because you you strike me more as a engineer, as a scientist, than a chef. If you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, That's because of my background. Yeah, I. I was educated in, in the food science and technology curriculum, and uh, my background definitely helps me to to do the job in, in manufacturing. And as Alex mentioned, that we are, our company, processes food under the two f- federal agencies, the USDA as well as the FDA. Uh-huh. And 
and our our products are are always regulated by these two agencies and we always have to make sure that everything we produce meets the standards the federal standards as well as the expectations of, of our customers so so tell me Wally when they come in your shop is there much difference between when an FDA inspector comes in versus a US if you are under USDA the USDA is is a a, a daily inspection the under, when you are under USDA you expect the the USDA inspector to show up in our facility or any establishment under their their agency uh-huh. to to be there on a, on a daily basis to inspect the the premises number one okay to make sure that the, all the food contact surfaces the the floors the ceilings the walls everything meets uh, the, the the safety wow. and and sanitation standards and uh, on the top of that of course they they have to review the records of the manufacturing from from the pre from the day before mm-hmm. to to make sure that everything has been monitored and recorded properly according to to regulations well that sounds like a pretty strict yes control. it is yeah as when when it comes to fda they they are not they do not show up daily uh-huh. but they can show up unexpectedly okay. any time of of the day or any time of the week or the month but you have to be prepared that that you you follow in your processing the FDA guidelines and regulations mm-hmm. and they as well as USDA they they want to look at your records besides inspection of of the facility itself Right. To make sure that everything meets their their requirements. Well, I know when I visited you both and you gave me the tour that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this is a precision manufacturing <clears throat> facility, state of the art, very clean, very well organized. That just happens to produce delicious tasting food. That's the idea. It's like crazy. I mean, but yeah. you really have to focus on the manufacturing aspects of it for the sure. consistent quality. That you safety, yeah, safety, exactly. right? You, you, you have. We, we commit ourselves to excellence, right? That's why every day, you know, it's not any different. Day in and day out, everything has to be processed and accomplished exactly the same, and meeting our high standards of of precision and quality and. Uh, and regulations. Right, because you're bringing in sub-materials, raw materials, and you're turning them into a finished good product that's still a right. kind of a raw material component Ab- that's going to be used by somebody else. And and our, our, our job starts from, number one, specifying the different ingredients that have to go into the manufacture of a product. Right, because you have suppliers. Yes, we have. We have many of them. And we interact quite closely with them. Sure. And they have to meet our specifications. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, they do. And so all the ingredients that come in in the morning or any time of the day has to be inspected by our receiving department. And that will inspect it for, for quality and uh, the standards that are set for that ingredient. Uh-huh. So no deviation. If there is any deviation from from the standards, 
that product will be will not be accepted. Will right. be will be rejected. This is awesome. I, yeah. uh, I I've had restaurateurs, I've had chefs, I've had a lot of people in the food service arena, but, but no one is volume focused as what you guys are doing because of the niche that you've selected for your company. So mm-hmm. so we have uh, uh, half this segment left or so. It looks like maybe a little bit less. But I wanted to ask you, Alex. What do you see as the future for Sunrich? Where, where, where are you guys going with this? So the future, of course, is more products and more delighted customers. Uh, but we are moving into retail. We're working on a couple of products, which would be... So right now, our, our company is basically a business-to-business company. You know, right. We're selling to restaurant chains, food service distributors. But we, are, we have done a few things in the past, and we're working on some special projects right now, which would be for consumers directly. Why, why are you considering that, can I ask? Uh, I mean, for one thing, it would be a very, uh, for my ego, it would be kind of nice. Because you know? <laughs> okay. now someone goes into a restaurant and they might be having the best pancake ever, but <laughs> they don't knows. know it's from us. You know? They say, <laughs> oh, Joe's Pancake Shack. Yeah, you know? make the best pancakes. <laughs> uh, and also, it's just, a, it's just another related sector to expand into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me add something. That sure. Although we are very well known for, for pancakes, but uh, we are quite diversified. You know, we have as equal uh, good products besides panta- pancakes. Another one, although it is called pancakes, but, but it's made out of potato. Hmm. And it is a potato pancakes. Right. So we as well do meat items. You know, we, we, may, we process meat loaves for, for very well-known uh, chain in in, in America, you know, yeah. and it's it's uh, it is made based on their recipe and what they have been doing in their restaurants for so many years. Mm-hmm. And we came in and we were able to duplicate what they have been doing, and they were very much satisfied that that took away from the the hassle and. Uh, of of making you know small batches right. on a restaurant level every day right the variation in small and, batches like that could right. be great and that that with with this we accomplished a consistency for for that product throughout the chain uh-huh. so from one store to another or from one restaurant to another whereas when if every restaurant has to make his own product you know and you you have probably. Uh, 50 or 60 or 100 different chefs or cooks that are going to be preparing that, that product. Right. Yeah. And, and you lose that consistency that way. Yeah, and the same customer comes in and gets it made two different ways. It's not the yeah. same food. Yeah. And uh, not, now that you talk about that, I remember you were baking some meatloaf the day I think I was mm, there because yeah. I remember the scent, how it's the warm yeah. aroma. And exactly, Rick, this is, you know, you asked me the question. And, and that's exactly what uh, motivated me to to establish Sunridge Foods. That is, we have the ability to to duplicate, if not even make it better, than what a chef can do in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So this way, that's where the food processing segment of the market will fit in, mm-hmm. in this area. That you take out, you know, all the hassle of preparing products based on their recipes on a daily basis in restaurants. Right and and provide them with a product that is equal, if not uh, if not even better. 
It's like, you know, a lot of companies are outsourcing different elements of their business, and it sounds like in this arena, you're able to demonstrate to large food service companies that you can outsource a lot of the prep food preparation and give them a more consistent product that they can deliver to their customers. And, and, and we're a large enough company to meet demand of a product, to meet the, the volume, but we're also small enough of a company that we, could, we strive and we're able to be very responsive to a customer if they want something specially made. We'll t- I, I like to tell them, you know, let a, you can you can have your chef or your people work on something, but just give us the idea. We'll do some R and D, some research and development. Mm-hmm. Then we'll show you something, and then we'll go back and forth till it's something yes. that you're that you're excited about. And mm-hmm. and and you have the, the the all those things we mentioned: the the technology, the experience, the safety, the consistency. You have all of those anyway. So right. as a matter of fact, we already have about three or four products that we produced today uh-huh. that belong to customers uh, chain-wide of their their their, their business mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's where we we come in that is we were bringing that uh, uh, that ability and taking away from from them the the hardship of of, of making products you know on their own right yeah Right, especially as what you said earlier, Alex, as their um, employee costs go up, they right. really want to focus their employees on the high-value aspects of their business. And yep. the more they can come prepared, the better and, off they and are. And because we're automated and have you know special equipment, we can we can uh, we have labor costs, of course, as well. But right. that's how we can do it cheaper than right. if they're doing scale. it only with labor. Right? Yeah, you're running the cost econom- economies right. of scale. Right. So if someone would like to learn more about Sunrich Foods. How would they learn about it online? Well, we'll just invite them down to come over. And yeah, baby. <laughs> Don't come hungry, <laughs> though. <laughs> one, one more thing is you look at our website. Okay. And that will give you an idea of the different products that we already make. Okay. And some we probably we stopped making because they, they serve their time okay. by now. And that and website is? Sunrichfoods.com. Just like it sounds. Sunrichfoods.com, yeah. All right. Well, Alex... Wally, thank you for giving your time to be here. Welcome. I've been excited to have you both on the show since I visited you guys earlier this year. It's an amazing story how such a successful company inside of a niche maybe isn't known from the general consumers, but what a great family business you and your your wife and your daughter have built. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us today. And I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. Until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.